y'all. Two Bros Sports Talk. Uh, bring y'all another hot episode, man. Uh, make sure y'all subscribe, like, and comment. You know, say something and interact, man. You know, we always here to try to interact with y'all, man. You know, sports is a big debate within itself, you know what I mean? So, make sure y'all do that, man. But, um, once again, my brother won't be here on, on this episode. Uh, have a car, tr- car trouble, you know what I mean? But, um, hopefully, uh, on the next episode, he definitely will be back, hopefully. Um, but until the end, I'm going to take over, you know what I mean? And, um, like I said, we got a lot to talk about, man. You know, like I said, we, I know y'all seen what happened yesterday, you know what I mean? With that sweep. You know what I mean? But um, we'll go ahead and jump right on to it. Um, so, yeah, our first topic is, you know, will the Nets get, get it right to win the title? Um, you know, as we seen yesterday, they got swept. So it won't be this year. But um, for the future, you know, I would, I would say that, you know, for them to even get to that point, even get to the finals, I feel like either Steve Nash has to go or – he will have to change the way he games playing for KD and Kyrie because, um, like I say, I mean, this. there's no way they should have got swept. No way. As much talent they got, you know, even though the, the elephant in the room here is their defense, but, you know, they got enough talent to where they could keep themselves in the game as we've seen in game one and game two. It was real tight, real tight-knit, you know what I mean? But they just, for somehow, like I said, the defense, you know, Came up short at one end to end the game or close out the game. But um, I, but I also just feel like, you know, Steve Nash could have game plan better because it was clear in games one and two that, you know, they was going to double and triple team KD. You know what I mean? They was not going to allow him beat them this series. And it showed, you know what I mean? But um, I feel like he could have just, you know, once he started after game one and game two, he should have readjust, you know, KD scratch the way he come off screens or he just be in the low post and drop, you know, drop people in, then, you know, kick it back out or whatever, you know what I mean? But there's no way, you know, a team with Kyrie and KD should have got swept. They should at least won one or two games or three. Because I, like, you know, previous episode, I thought it was going to go seven games. But, um, as we see, he got swept. So, um, they, to me, they still got a lot of work to do. Um, like I say, whether... It's a change of coaches, um, or just you know they add some, uh, make some major additions in the off season that can really help them put up, or can really help them get over the top. Um, whether it's a big or you know another guard, but me personally, I feel like they need another big that can play play solid defense and you know help out on the uh, on the offensive end. Whether it's getting offensive rebounds, getting putbacks, um, setting up good screens you know, for the shooters or whatever, you know what I mean? But I feel like they definitely need that um, to get them where they need to be. Um, and like I say, Kyrie, I mean, you know, Kyrie didn't play as poorly as, as KD, but in those last two games he did. Um, the first two games he, he kind of was going off, you know what I mean? And then KD, um, he did pretty good, decent those first two games, you know. Um, but we used to him scoring at least 30, maybe 40 points a game, you know what I mean, in the playoffs, or at least aiming for that. Um, like I said, what, the first game he had 23. The uh, um, second game he had 27. And then game three, I want to say he only had 16. And then the last game he had 
over 30, I want to say, but too much, it, it was it, it was too late, you know what I mean, um, to want to do something in the last game when y'all about to get swept, you know what I mean, but um, hopefully, you know, they like I said, they make those additions they need and try to get over top, because I was rooting for them, man, like I said in the last episode, I was had them winning in the, in the game seven, you know what I mean, to go ahead and send Boston home, but Boston ended up sending them home. Um, and don't get me wrong, Boston is a great team. Um, they just, you know, I don't know how far they can go by being them undersized in a sense. Um, even though they got Robert Williams and Al Horford, but Al Horford is, is not, you know, he's nobody. To me, he's not scared of nobody. You know what I mean? That's why I, I don't understand why he didn't, uh, Steve Nash didn't play, play Drummond as much as he should have. Um, or even just tell Drummond to play in a low post. You know what I mean? Um, but, I mean, I do see Boston, you know, they, they have a shot. You know, as long as you got players like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown on the team, you got a shot. And then you got defensive player of the year um, and Marcus Smart. So, you know, those three, they they they, they think this series, man. But it's going to be interesting what they do against the Bucks, um, who, is, of course, is the world champion. Um, yeah, the world champion for last year. So, you know. That's gonna be an interesting series, but with the Nets, man, they they got a lot a lot to work on, man. Um, even with uh, those older players like Lamarcus Aldridge and Blake Griffin, it's gonna be interesting to see what they do with those. If they you know with those guys, if they decide to bring them back or you know um, just let them go in free agency, and then maybe just have them in the wait and see you know who they can add, and if they can't add nobody, you know who they feel like they need, they just bring them back. But, um, yeah, I mean, like I say, Steve Nash got to do better, man. And like I say, you know, I feel like he's a good coach because, I mean, they've been winning games since they've been there. But it's the fact that, you know, he haven't got them over that hump that they need to be. Um, even though, like I say, last year they came close to beating the Bucks, But even with that series, I didn't even think that the Bucks was going to stick with them like that. Um, um, but then with Kyrie... I know, you know, most people say, oh, the chemistry wasn't there. But at the end of the day, you know, they still was winning games without him. So, to me, it should have been, he should have been the add-on once he was able to play home games and away games. Um, but, you know, it all, I, mean, I guess, you know, in a sense, it does come with repetition. But Steve Nash had that game plan because at the end of the day, you know, you had to have it back in your mind. Like, okay, it's not going to last all season. It's a long season. You can't expect for, you know, what Kyrie had to deal with was going to be all season when, you know, the numbers were started dropping with COVID. So, um, but, you know, like I say, that's here and there, you know what I mean? But hopefully, like I say, they come more prepared next season. Um, like I said, with some new additions and uh, better strategies or, you know, if it's the team, if they, if it's the teams that they play against inside the double Kyrie, you know what I mean? Everybody else can get a ball, and that way they'll still open up the floor for KD. You know what I mean? Because eventually, if everybody else is killing, they go have to come off KD like that. Um, so, um, but yeah, man, I hate to see them boys get swept, man. I really was pushing for them to make that, that title run, but I guess we got to wait another year or a year or two. You know what I mean? Depending on how long they want to keep this team together or, you know, how long they feel like they got left within the, within the core of the team. Um, but, you know, stay tuned for the rest of the playoffs, man. It's getting interesting, man. I know y'all just seen that great game. 
between uh, Minnesota and uh, Memphis. Know what I mean, uh, I had to you know see that before I started this uh, this episode, man. But uh, yeah, man, y'all stay tuned and just pay attention to what the Nets do this off season, man. Um, our next topic, which, uh, which is came to my mind a couple of days ago, cause I was like, um, I wonder if you know this will help the league a little more, you know, if they decided to do this. But um, our second topic is: Does the NBA need to expand with uh, getting more teams? Um, and I think they should because I think the the um, the team talent level to me will be more evened out instead of seeing the same teams every year in the playoffs. Whether it's on the like on the east side, you you see uh, on the Eastern Conference side, um, you see the Bucks. Um, the Heat, um, maybe the Hawks, um, who else, uh, the Sixers, the, uh, Celtics, you know what I mean, if they was to expand, would you, you know what I mean, I feel like you would see more of a different teams just like similar to the NFL when, um, by the, the NFL have 32 teams, you pretty much see different teams every year, I mean, you might see one or two teams that might consistently make the playoffs, but, between those three, four, five, six, and seven teams that make the playoffs, it'd be different teams every year. It'd never be, you know, be the same type, type teams. But um, I feel like they expand. It should uh, definitely bring back a, uh, a team back to Seattle. Um, I feel like they've been, you know, yearning for a team since, you know, the uh, the Sunnies went to uh, Oklahoma City, which, you know, as they know, as which is there now the Oklahoma City Thunder um, and um, also I was thinking uh, maybe Las Vegas because you know Vegas you know just got uh, the Raiders and I feel like they get a uh, and they got a, a women's basketball team so I think they get a men's basketball team they, they even bring more income to Las Vegas you know what I mean but um, I think those two cities would, would do do good um, even though I was at first like with the Raiders, I was kind of questioning like would they really be focused on football? You know, um, moving to a city like that that's always you know partying and uh, up late and stuff like that with the casinos and stuff like that. But hey, you know the Raiders they made the playoffs last year. You know what I mean? Uh, came close to making the playoffs the year before, but you know they came up a little short. But um, I think you know bringing the basketball team there would be would be big as well along, to go along with that football team. And then uh, with Seattle, like I said, they've been yearning to get an, an, uh, their basketball team back since uh, the Suns moved to Oklahoma City, which they were supposed to go back, but, you know, they ended up staying. But, um, um, but yeah, I think expansion should be will be real good for the NBA right now because, like I said, like even if they decide to um, – Put those, like say, those cities get a team and they put them in the West. I think that's even, you know, make it better for the, uh, even make the West even, even more better, um, because you won't see like the typical, you know, um, Warriors all the time and uh, who else, uh, um, the Jazz, and the Nuggets. You know, what I mean, you'll see uh, a, a couple more teams. I feel like will slip in there beside those teams. 
Um, and then we was to throw some East teams out there the where they can suspend expand with. Uh which is kinda hard. But um I guess you could say Baltimore. because um, Baltimore did have a team, but you know, they ended up moving to D C. Um I wouldn't mind seeing a team in Baltimore. Um true, maybe in uh in the North Carolina, you know. We got the Tar Heels, you know, basketball country. So, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing the, uh, well, no, they got the Charlotte Hornets, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. They got Charlotte Hornets. Um, let me see. What's another team we could put in the East? Uh, or even Jacksonville. I mean, Jacksonville could be one. I don't know what the next the team name could be, but, you know, I feel, just feel like, you know, with the expansion, it would definitely make the league better, um, and you will see more of the talent that you know maybe didn't get a chance to make it with those other teams. They'll be able to make it with their expansion team. Um, so, yeah, I think it'll work out all across the board. Um, I don't know how the well the playoffs will probably still be the same, um, and then even with the play-in, it'll be more you know I feel like even more intense because. Um, those extra teams that be added to the old conferences, they'll be finding more and more to win games during the regular season then, rather than them just taking nights off or, you know, days off just to, you know what I mean, for their health. They'll be trying to play every game. Um, but, yeah, I think that'll be good for the NBA, man. But uh, y'all comment below, man. Tell me who, what y'all think, uh, what city should be next to get a special team or uh, – what be what city would be best fit for uh, a new team? Um, so yeah, man, y'all make sure y'all comment below, man, about that. Um, our next topic, uh, which is NFL draft predictions, um, angle uh, mock drafts, we go give on our social media. So make sure y'all tune in uh, on Thursday. Um, we go give our predict uh, our mock draft for the first round. We gonna do the whole draft. We should go do the first round. Uh, so y'all make sure y'all tune in uh, on on our IG page, which is uh, two two bro sports talk, and uh, we'll probably post it on Twitter as well, which is the letter I mean the number two bros uh, sports talk one. Um, yeah, make sure y'all tune in Thursday for that man. But um, in this topic, I'm just go you know kind of throw out what we may what we may see, what we may not see uh, in the, uh, in the draft this weekend. Um, first of all, I think we may, we may see some trades, some big trades, uh, whether it was just with picks or even, you know, or players that's been in the, the trade rumor, rumor mill, you know what I mean? Uh, such as Baker Mayfield and, um, and Dibbo Samuel, um, or even, uh, who, I think it was somebody else that maybe, uh, they were saying maybe, or Colin Murray or something, you never know, but, um, I think it's, it could be some big trades. Uh, in this draft, um, whether it's uh, somebody trade up to get a, a top defensive player, or um, or even trade up to get a quarterback, um, and then speaking of the quarterbacks, um, a lot of you know people say that this quarterback, you know, or this draft is not is not, or this uh, <laughs> sorry about that, but. <laughs> Um, they're saying that this quarterback um, class is not not that big or not that uh, talented, but I really feel like it's some gems in this in in this draft. I mean, I could be wrong, but 
I know with Malik Willis, I think he could be a gem if um going if he goes to the right team and they, you know, give him that, you know, that coaching that he needs to put him where he needs to be as an NFL quarterback. Uh Kenny Pickett I think could be a solid quarterback as well. Um you know, he didn't have a brilliant career at uh, Pitt, but let's be honest, Pitt ain't really been no top-tier team in years. You know what I mean? They just won the, their first ACC title since they joined the ACC. So, you know, they ain't never been no top-tier team, but, you know, he did what he could uh, while he was there as their starting quarterback. Um, Desmond Ritter, you know, um, he's supposed to be considered the vet of the of the um, quarterback class because um, he stayed all four years at Cincinnati. Um, and he's talented as well. Um, for me now, I think with him, you know, will be, you know, can he win the big games or can he uh, come through those clutch moments? You know, because, I mean, he didn't really play too many top-tier teams in college being in the um, American Conference. But, you know, he did win a lot of games for Cincinnati. So, you know, um, that's big as well. But for me, it's going to be, you know, can he um, – Win, uh, win in the clutch, or even just win no big games, because the big games that he was in, he didn't pretty much win, um, win the game. Like he played Georgia in the Cotton Bowl the year before, uh, the, the year before this past season. Um, and he played good, but he didn't do enough to win the game for them against Georgia. Um, and then, um, of course, he made the playoffs this year college playoff and um he didn't look too good against Alabama which I really think you know it was on the coaches as well they didn't really game plan or use him like they should have you know because he could run as well but they he didn't run that much he most was in the pocket for most of the uh most of the game um but I think you know he's going to be a, a solid quarterback as well if he goes to the right team um but I'm throwing this out here right now the Falcons don't get Malik Willis as we take this brief intermission, I'd like to thank you guys for tuning in. Do us a huge favor and subscribe to this podcast and also subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is also Two Bros and Sports Talk. And follow us on these social media platforms for Twitter. You can follow us at Two Bros Sports Tall One. Once again, for Twitter, it's Two Bros Sports Tall One. And on IG is Two Bros Sports Talk. Once again, IG is Two Bros and Sports Talk. Please follow, follow, and subscribe us. Subscribe to us on all those platforms, and continue to enjoy the show. Thank you. Or they draft outside. I mean, they draft another position outside of quarterback. We're not gonna be. We're not gonna have a winning season this this year either. I'm just throwing it out there, so y'all can say what y'all want to say, or whatever. But we're not gonna have a winning season if we don't get a quarterback this year. I'm just putting that out there. Um. Um. I know. Uh, I don't know if it's Mel Kiper or uh, DJ from uh, the NFL Network, but um, I think most people have. The Panthers driving a quarterback as well, whether it's Kenny Pickett or Malik Willis. Um, between those two with that team, I think the better fit would be Kenny Pickett um, because of the style that um, Matt Rule want to use offensively or run offensively. Um, I think he'll be uh, a better fit than Malik. Um, 
for uh, a team that would fit better from Malik to me, like I say, but my Falcons or uh, the Steelers. I think, you know, he would be a good fit with the Steelers. And then it's been a while since, you know, they had that, that running style quarterback. Um, and that could probably be, you know what I'm saying, bring them, help them win a lot more games uh, along with, you know, maybe drafting a receiver to go with them because they, I think, you know, them losing Juju Smith-Schuster, they will have to draft a quarterback. I mean, not a quarterback, but a receiver to go along with the quarterback. Um, let's see. Um, what's in the uh, – Desmond Ritter. Um, I think they have him going to the Lions. Um, that could be a good fit. Or even Seattle. I think Seattle would be a good fit for him as well. Um but I don't know if he's gonna go as high as Malik and uh and uh, Kenny Pickett, but you never know what the draft, man. You never know which direction these teams be going. But um it's gonna be interesting to see though, you know, how many do go in that first round. Um but I wouldn't be surprised if nobody gets drafted so far as quarterback wise in the first round. I wouldn't be surprised. Um just off how they're saying is not as talented, so you know, most owners and you know, um GMs is go look at that, you know, and be like, well, maybe we we ain't got to take that risk or whatnot. But um, it's gonna be interesting, man. Um, I know the first one may be, you know, defensively driven because you got Aiden Hutchinson, uh, Trayvon Walker, which both of them is going um, back and forth, or you know, the the for well, who is that? The Jaguars going back and forth for who they should choose between those two. Um, you got Kayvon Thibodeau. Uh, another D lineman. Um, you got some corners out there with uh, Derrick Stingley, uh, Sauce Garner. Um, who else? Uh, I feel like Nicole Dean should go in that mix as well. Um, to me, I think he's the top linebacker in the draft. Uh, I forgot about Devin Lord. So, yeah, I can see the first round being um, defensively driven, uh, along with O line, because there's a lot of teams that need O line as well. Um, and I think where the big the big gems or big steals is going to come is between the second and third round, whether it's at receiver, uh, quarterback, maybe even running back. Um, it's going to be a lot of steals in these later rounds um, after the first round. So, um, yeah, man, I expect it to be a lot of interesting stuff going on tomorrow. I mean, not tomorrow, but Thursday night, man, uh, along, along with the weekend. Because, like I said, I think it's from – Thursday to Sunday, so you know, I think it's gonna be a lot of you know a lot of interesting uh, picks and trades going on. Um, but I think my biggest parts, the biggest parts that I want to see where he may fall is uh, probably I want to say either Stingley or um, or Jermaine Johnson, because Jermaine Johnson is another one that's supposed to be going. Uh, well, both of them supposed to be going first round, but. I think most people have Jermaine Johnson going within the, the uh, top, at least the top 10 or the top 12. Um, it's going to be interesting to see where he goes. Uh, even if he falls to my Falcons, I'm cool with that. You know what I mean? Um, and with Stingley, I think they're saying that uh, most people have him going to the Vikings, which I think would be a great fit. And then, you know, he'd be on the toolage of uh, Patrick Peterson. And um, I think that would be a great fit for him. But if he doesn't go there, um, I could see him going to Washington. You know, they need a corner. Um, or they may get a safety with Kyle Hamilton. Um, so, yeah, man, it's going to be interesting. I mean, it's a lot, to me, it's a lot of talent. 
especially defensively in this draft. Um, and it's going to let a lot of talented receivers as well. So um, you just have to stay tuned, man. But um, y'all comment below, man. Tell me who y'all think going within the first five picks, man. Y'all comment below. Let me know. Um, uh, next topic, uh, which is uh, best fit teams for Baker Mayfield and Debo Samuel. You know, as I said, you know, um, Baker Mayfield and Debo Samuel is the top two rumor mill trade or two top two trade rumors going around. Um, well, of course, Baker Mayfield wants to be tra- he demanding a trade. The same thing with Debo. Um, but, you know, on the Debo side with the 49ers, they saying that they don't think it'll, they, they don't want to trade them. You know what I mean? For them to trade them, it's got to be like a, a brilliant deal or a deal they just cannot, you know, resist. Um, so, I mean, with Baker Mate, well, with Debo, I think the, uh, if he was to get traded, I think the best fit teams for him would probably be between um, the Falcons, who needs a receiver badly, um, which, I mean, they may just use the draft to draft receivers, but if they can somehow get them, that will be great. Um, it will be another weapon we can use along with Cordell Patterson. Um, let me see. The Chiefs, you know, they still they still need that jitter. Uh, wide receiver similar to Tyreek Hill because that was a big – he was a big part of their offense. You uh, know what I mean? So um, it's going to be interesting to see what they do so far as if they draft, they draft a receiver or they just go and try to get Debo. Um, who else? Uh, I can see the Packers – I can see him with the Packers as well, but the thing is, um, Rodgers used to have that big-time receiver or a big-size receiver, um, like Devontae Adams or uh, Alan Lazard or um, what was another receiver he had at one point, Jordy Nelson. You know what I mean? He looked for those. He, he, he liked those top big, those big, those big-size receivers um, to go along with the small receivers like running the Cobb or whatnot. Um, but I can still see him going after him because, I mean, he's um, he's definitely a weapon. You know what I mean? You get him in the backfield, on the outside, inside, you know what I mean? So um, he's definitely a weapon that can help a lot of teams out. Um, but uh, Baker Mayfield, uh, I can see – let me see. Uh, Seattle could be a good fit. Um, Pete Carroll does good with quarterbacks, um, even when he was – uh, at USC, um, what's another one? Um, I can see him going to. Uh, wait, well, I was thinking the Panthers, but I don't think they would go after him after uh, <laughs> uh, Robbie Anderson said he don't he don't want that to happen. Um, so they might pass on him with that. Um, it would be interesting to see him in a Steelers uh uniform. Um, after he just played with the Browns, but um. He could be a fit there as well. Because, uh, like I said, I mean, overall, I don't think he's a, a terrible quarterback, you know, but he does need to work on his game a little more um, to get to where he need to be or where he should be. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the Steelers would be another good team. Um, let me see who else that needs a quarterback. The Giants, they, you know, they got Dame Jones, but he hasn't been up to par or lived up to his first round uh his uh, first round status, um, so yeah, I mean he you know go there and compete 
you know, for the starting job. Um, who else? Uh, what's another team? Uh, that's running out. That's the only I think of. I mean, or you can go maybe the Lions, you know what I mean? Even though they got Jared Goff, and he did pretty decent last year. But, you know, you throw Baker Mayfield and they can, you know, they can always compete. Oh, and I also forgot the Texans. They in need of a quarterback as well because, um, I mean, even though David Mills did what he could last year, but he, to me, he's not the quarterback for the future for them. Um, I think they still had that window open to have somebody or have somebody come in or draft somebody that could fill that spot that's left behind with uh, from Deshaun uh, Watson. Um, but yeah, I mean, even with the Texans, I think you know. He get pan out, you know, and then he's from Texas, so um, that probably be very, very beneficial for him to uh, maybe even get his, his uh, true confidence back. But um, what I do, I think, you know, they may be trade during the draft. I don't think so because I think right now they just uh, most of these teams want to get a feel of you know who they can get out of the draft first, and then you know whatever they feel like they missed on in the draft whatever like that, then they may, more teams may call and say, you know, see what they can do to try to get uh, Baker Mayfield or Debo Samuel. But um, I think uh, it's going to be interesting to see if they do get traded. Because um, I also heard that uh, with Baker Mayfield, it's a possibility he might not get traded at all, even um, going into preseason. So uh, it's going to be you know interesting to see. And then um, with Debo as well, Cause I'm quite sure if he don't get traded soon, he go sit out as well. So, um, so it'll be interesting to see where these two players go eventually, uh, whether it's uh, in the off season or right before the season start. Um, yes, yeah, so y'all, uh, y'all just stay tuned, man. Um, but y'all comment below. Let me know what y'all think. Uh, what teams will go after these two players? Um, whether it's uh, a needy team, needy or needy team meaning who needs a receiver or need a quarterback or a team that that's gonna be unexpectedly, uh, that may have a backup plan or a a, a master plan behind it. Uh, but yeah, y'all coming below, man. Tell me what teams y'all think go go after those two players. Um, we reached our last topic, man. Y'all know what it is, man. One, two, three, four, five. No, I mean our top five, man. Um, this time is our top five players from uh the past five drafts. Um, with mine, uh, cause I also have my brother. He did give me that, so I'm gonna tell y'all his first. Uh, his was Pat Mahomes, which can't go wrong. You know, got uh MVP. Uh, Subo ring, Subo MVP. Uh, who else? Uh, Michael Thomas. I don't really like that one, but hey, that's his. You know what I mean. But he got Michael Thomas as his second. Uh, third, he got Saquon, which is a brilliant running back. But he can just for some reason he can't stay healthy. I think eventually, if he can just stay healthy, he'll be he'll be one of the great running backs to play the game. You know what I mean? But he got to get back right. You know, get get his health right to get get him to where he need to be. Um, Michael Parsons, yeah, the the boy ball like from week one all the way to 
Wild Card Weekend. Like, he was balling, man. You know what I'm saying? Michael Parsons, man. Shout out that boy, man. He did his thing. He won, you know, uh, Rookie of the Year. Defensive Rookie of the Year. Um, I'm not quite sure he won Defensive Player of the Year, but I know Defensive defensive Rookie of the Year, I know he definitely won that. Um, And then he went with Jamar Chase, which you can't go wrong with that one either, man. The man balled out. No, I mean, he said he was going to and that's what he did, man. Helped the boys get to the Super Bowl. Uh, he won Offensive Rookie of the Year. Um, uh, he said uh, the Bengals single, uh, single-season receiving record in the game and for the season uh, and touchdown. So, yeah, man, those don't get picks, man. Some good uh, – those don't get draft picks, man, over the past five years. Um, and then with mine – uh, I got Dalvin Cook, you know, you know I gotta put choose my ever uh shoe boys, man. You know I gotta choose. But uh yeah, I think I wanna say he won Officer Rookie of the Year, I think. No no no. I forgot he injured he got injured his rookie year, but he been balling the last two or three years, man. Um yeah, I mean he kinda stay injured a lot too, or he you know, have nagging injuries here and there, but when he's healthy he's he's balling for for the Vikings, man. Um Two, Deshaun Watson. Uh, as y'all know, you know, he just got traded to the Browns after missing an entire season. But, you know, before he missed that entire season, he was doing his thing, man. Uh, came maybe two quarters away from even getting to the Super Bowl, you know what I mean, when they played against the Chiefs in the FC Championship game. But um, I still think he's a top tier quarterback. Um, hopefully he can short the season. Um if he's able to play a full season, if he had to miss a game, hopefully still he can come back, you know, and be that same quarterback. Um, third, I got Derwin James, another ever shoe boy. You know what I mean? Um, been doing his thing since his rookie year. Um, he just, he, I think the year before, he sat out the whole season because of injury. But um, he came at this year and balled out, you know what I mean? But they just came up short of making the playoffs. But, um, He's definitely uh, one of the top savers in the league. Um, four, I got Lamar Jackson. How can you not put him in there, man? Um, excuse me. He won uh, MVP. You know what I mean? He's been leading uh, Ravens to the playoffs. Um, well, before this past season, he led Ravens to the playoffs, I want to say, three straight years. Um but yeah, man, he, he he be doing his thing when he's healthy, man. And I really hate he missed uh or hate he got injured towards the end of last uh last season because if he played those games, they definitely wouldn't have been in the playoffs. But um hopefully you know, keep going the way the way he's going. Hopefully get the boys to a Super Bowl and winning one. I can see it, but they just gotta keep building around building around him, man, and put him in the right position. Um at five. Y'all know, man, FSU all the way, man. Y'all know this, man. <laughs> Brian Burns, man, I had to put him in there, man. Um, he been balling since he been drafted by the by the Panthers, man. Uh, I think he been leading them in sacks the last couple of seasons. Um, and he's just quick off the off the line, man. Like he he, he calls himself the Spider Man. That's what he act like, man. Spider Man for real, man. He be getting around there to the quarterback. Um, but um, I think he's he, he if he keep going the way he's going, he's gonna have a a, a great career, man. Um. So yeah, man, that's my top five, man. Um, one, two, three, four, five. You know what I mean? That's our top five players from the past five drafts. Um, 
But y'all comment below, man. Tell me who uh, who y'all think should uh, should have been on our list, man. Um, whether uh, it was uh, whether they good or uh, whether they had a good couple of years or a good year or you know or even from this past draft, who y'all think we missed? Just comment below, man. Tell tell us what y'all think, man. But um, well, it came to the end, man. Uh, once again, I want to thank y'all for tuning in. Um, make sure you subscribe, like, um, even share, man. When I post on my, uh, on our IG page or Facebook or whatever, man, make sure y'all help us share it, man. We're trying to get as many viewers as we can, man. We're trying to get our numbers up, man. We're trying to get monetized, man. We need that money, man. That's what we're trying to get to. Um, but, uh, like I say, with our mock drafts, we will post it on Thursday. So y'all make sure y'all tune in for that, man, before the draft that night. Um, so yeah, man, uh, once again, subscribe, 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 man, we need to try to get our subscribers up, man, um, until then, peace.